Hey there and welcome to the Skin Lovers Unite podcast. My name is Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen, and I'm so excited to educate you on all things real skin science. Over the past five years, I've gone from working as a dermal therapist to a clinical educator where I worked with some of Australia's leading skincare companies, learning so much about the skin and science behind how it all works. And now I'm here to share all my knowledge with you. Let's jump right in to today's episode. Good morning, skin lovers. I hope you're doing well. On today's episode, I actually have a different sort of guests. So I usually have a guest where I'm talking to them because of their past experience from Skin Queen Society or something around the industry. But today's guest is actually a female embodiment coach. And I'm really excited because I think this is something that isn't spoken about enough, but definitely something that all of us women in the industry can really learn from and, you know, step into our feminine power. So I'm excited to have Eleanor on the podcast today. Hey, Eleanor. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And a little bit nervous, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I'd love to hear a little bit more about um, you, your journey, what you do and how you got into it. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, I am a feminine embodiment coach. I came to this from, I used to be a social worker. So I was working with people around kind of like the counseling, the talking therapies. And I just found that talking therapy could only achieve so much. I I just, yeah, like there's, we know so much like in our mind and on the subconscious, but really working with the body was what I found that was missing. So I went, I finished my social work career and I started studying a life coaching certification, um, which focused all on kind of like somatic healing and body-based modalities. So yeah, <clears throat> sorry. I don't know what's happening with my voice at the moment. <laughs> Always when you get on a podcast, something happens. I, know. <laughs> I love that so much. I totally agree with you because, you know, for me having dealt with like a lot of anxiety for a lot of years, going to talk therapy, I was like, I don't know. It's, I didn't even find it cathartic in the end. I just found it like, so what are we achieving by doing this? It was only when I started looking into things like somatic therapy and hypnotherapy um, that like I actually started to have change. So I love that you felt the same in your journey as well. Yeah, that's it, right? Like you can know so much on a conscious level in your mind, but if your body is still feeling the anxiety or the effects of trauma, then you're never going to be free of it because um, like our body is what guides us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so cool. So, you know, when we first started talking, so Eleanor and I actually met in a a group business coaching program and she was chatting to the coach about how to get your message across. And you were saying, you know, people really avoid emotions um, and things that are coming up in our body by keeping busy. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's me because you know, in times when I'm like stressed or have anxiety or something's pissing me off, I usually like clean or I make sure that I keep really busy with my business or I even bake. And I was like, hold on a minute, this is what I do. (laughs) So I was like, oh, I need to learn more about this. So we've actually jumped on a call prior. And then I was like, I really need to get you on the podcast because I'm sure as women, and especially given the beauty industry is such a woman dominant industry, you know, we are so busy and we're also dealing with so much, whether it's our own issues or our clients issues. And we take that on and we tend to just bury it deep 
we don't actually deal with it head on. And so I found what you were teaching just so intriguing. So I'd love to hear from you. What does it mean to fully embody and embrace yourself and your emotions? Yeah, exactly. I think it's so common um, for people to kind of avoid or distract or numb themselves out to what they're feeling. Like you Mm. hear it so often. It's like, just keep busy, like just distract yourself, like just put on something mindless on Netflix or just like throw yourself into work. Like when you're trying, when you're dealing with either like a difficult period in life or a strong emotion, it seems to be such a common narrative in society to just like avoid and distract. Yeah. Um, Whereas to be able to like embody and embrace your emotions, that's when you can actually sit with your feelings and you can move through them. And when you allow yourself to feel them, that's when they alchemize. And then that's when you kind of take the charge out of that emotion and you're able to actually feel it rather than just repressing it and like suppressing it and pushing it down because there's going to be a point where it's all going to come back up to the surface. Mm, In one way or another, for sure. And it can't be healthy for you doing that too. No, exactly. Like the more we avoid our emotions, they're going to be stored in our body somewhere. So we know that everything, every memory, everything is stored in our subconscious mind or in our body somewhere. So if we're not letting ourselves feel the things on a regular basis, then it's going to be stuck in our body and it's going to be causing all kinds of issues, whether it's It's like on a subconscious level, um, causing like just a level of anxiety that you might feel like it's there just all the time, or it could be affecting your sleep, inflammation, your cycle, um, our period cycles, like our menstrual cycles are so affected by our emotions. Um, And we know that because when people get stressed, they're like, oh my gosh, my period came early or I didn't get it at all because I was stressed. Do you know what's actually ringing to mind now that you're saying this is the Louise, hey, you can heal your life. Yeah. That's what I'm getting because that's where I started to learn about all of this sort of thing. And it's almost like to the point where she had it like a, I think it was like a couple of pages and it was like, you know, if you are feeling this, then you might be getting ailments in your back. Or if you're feeling this, you might get, get ailments in your hands and like how actual bitterness in our life can translate into physical pain. And I was like, yeah. wow, <laughs> yeah, such a real thing. Yeah, definitely. So I'd love for you to explain because I am very familiar with this, um, especially at the moment. I know that I'm guilty of being more one than the other, but I'm sure a lot of women unaware of this and that is the feminine and masculine energy because that would definitely have some part to play in feeling our emotions and I feel like when you're doing 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 and keeping busy that's really sitting in your masculine energy as opposed to your feminine energy is that correct yeah yeah that's so right like just that whole mentality of doing 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 like that's such a masculine energy trait um I guess when we talk about masculine and feminine energies, we're not talking about gender. We're not talking about male or female. We're just talking about the different energies that are at play. Um, So you can see it like within everyone, we've each got um, a masculine energy and a feminine energy. Um, You can see it in nature, in the world. There's always light and dark. There's yin and yang. So the feminine energy is about kind of that flow, the creativity, Um, the nurturing the being able to receive the playfulness that's more of the feminine energy traits whereas the masculine is kind of that productiveness the decisive discerning um, the control the schedule it's that doing energy whereas the feminine energy is that flow state that receivership yeah Um, 
And we need both, right? Like we need both for society to function. We need both within ourselves. Um, <clears throat> like within yourself, you've got your masculine energy and that's what helps you keep to like a schedule. It's what allows you to get things done. If you didn't have that, you'd just be floating around in your feminine, just up in a cloud somewhere off Which in fairyland. Which can be nice. And I do think we need <laughs> to be reminded to step into that power. I'm just thinking yeah. of all... Um, the beauty business owners who also have kids, you know, they're waking up, they're feeding kids, they're getting kids ready to school, they're taking the kids to school, they're coming home, they're starting their clients today, they're back to back with clients, they're doing a stock order, they're paying a bill, they go pick the kids up, they take them home, like that's such masculine energy. So then how do you really embody your feminine energy if you're constantly doing that? Like you just don't allow yourself the moment to sit with your emotions and actually what you said, like work through that in a different way. Yeah. And that's part of what embodying is, right? Like it's not trying to add more things onto your to-do list because we know everyone's got a lot on, but it's about finding a way to still be doing those things that might be seen as more kind of like masculine traits, Yeah, um, but being able to do it from like a feminine flow place. Okay. Now I'm learning something. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, how can you bring more pleasure into what you're doing? So even like simple things, right? So like when you're putting moisturizer on in the morning on your legs, how can you just like slow it down just a touch and make that just the practice of just self-nurturing just for 30 seconds rather than just like rushing putting it on really quickly um really being present being present yeah how can you bring more joy more pleasure more playfulness i hope you are enjoying today's episode before we get back into it i just had to share with you my brand new program that is going to skyrocket your confidence when it comes to educating your clients on their skin concerns. And as a result, increase product sales, treatment bookings, and the best part, client results. When you sign up to explain skin concerns like a boss, not only do you get my training that shares with you exactly how I explain each skin concern to clients, but you also get my skin concern flashcards that you can use as a visual tool during consultations. Imagine if you could increase average client spend by $100 or more simply just by educating them. As my gift to you, I'd love to give you $100 off your purchase. Click the link below in the show notes and use code EXPLAIN100 at the checkout. Now let's get back to today's episode. Simple things like even when you're cleaning the house, like can you put on a beautiful candle? Can you put on some music? When you're getting dressed in the morning, like are you choosing things that make you feel like a beautiful, like beautiful, like how can you just bring in those traits while you're still doing all the things that you need to be doing? That's how I really see embodying your feminine. I love that because that that, they're all simple tips. Mm. They're all things that people can actually do, which that was going to be my next question. You know, in a world where everybody is so busy, how can we take the time to slow down and listen to ourselves and honor ourselves? And I guess it is taking those moments to actually be present. And, you know, I'm really guilty of this when I brush my teeth because I've got an electric toothbrush. I'll go pick up my phone at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I shouldn't probably do that. But, um, you know, at the same time, I do make sure that moments throughout my day, I'm like, 
okay, I finished that task. I'm going to go lie on the dog, lie on the bed with the dog for a little bit and just chill. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. It's just about like, how can you create just some space in your days? Even if it's like 20 minutes, you sit outside with a cup of tea and you just like, you're really present. You breathe in the air, you sit in the sunshine. You're really mindful with enjoying that cup of tea. Yeah. Um, and it's like, how can you actually schedule these little breaks into your day or into your week so that you know that you've just got some white space scheduled and you could just let yourself be, you're not feeling guilty for not being productive. You know that it's time to kind of just like chill. Switch off. That's so important. Um, and that's something that, you know, I've just said before, most of my listeners are business owners or busy women, and they're probably listening to this thinking, well, that would be nice, but I don't have time. But that's something that I'm working so hard on at the moment. Like for me coming from a corporate setting where I was working Monday to Friday, nine to five, pretty back to back to now I'm working for myself. I was like, well, I've got to work Monday to Friday, nine to five. And I'm like, actually, do do I want to do that? And I have now taken Fridays off, but then I ended up still working on Fridays because I didn't have anything in my calendar. So I guess now actually with what you've told me, I think I might be doing a blend of like, both. So what I do on my days off is I'm like, well, I might spend time in the morning reading or I might take the dogs for a walk, or then I might, you know, go and have lunch by myself, or I might stop into the shops and go have a look at new candles, (laughs) legit like me every Friday. (laughs) So then it is scheduling stuff. So you can do the things that you love because we get so caught up thinking that, you know, where you have to be busy and busy is a bad thing, but you can be busy doing things that you love as well. Exactly, exactly. And I think it's just about bringing just that awareness to it. So even paying attention to your language, like is your self-talk constantly like, I'm so busy, I'm so stressed, like I need to be doing all the things. Whereas if you like, you could still be productive, you can still get everything done, but you can do it from a place of like feeling relaxed, feeling calm, feeling in flow. And I think like what you were saying, some mornings you let yourself kind of read a book or you go for a walk, you kind of feel into it. And I think that's our power as women is that we are intuitive and we do have a cycle that goes for 28 days or so. And we've got different power within each phase of our cycle. cycle. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is so important to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So something that I do, like when I'm planning my weeks and planning my what I'm doing I know which phase of my cycle I'm in so if I'm in my first half it's like I know I can schedule more things where I'm like talking or working or doing more things productive creative yeah yeah exactly so like even social things like I tend to plan a lot more social things when I'm in my ovulation phase and then once I get to my luteal phase I yeah just allow more space I change what I do in terms of workouts I do a lot more kind of yoga and pilates and I just allow myself more time to just like chill and be and I think that's like embodying yeah exactly (laughs) exactly but that's such a practical way I think as women we can it, it'll, it allows people to feel more like themselves because you're working with the natural cycle of your body, the natural flow. You're not pushing against it. You're not trying to do the same thing every single day, every week of the month. It's so important. And I was actually having this conversation with two friends this week, believe it or not. Um, one of them, Jamie, who you know, so funny because she was like, 
um, oh, I'm just, you know, for the past week, I haven't felt creative. I haven't felt like doing anything. And I was like, well, that's probably because of where you are in your cycle. I was like, like, are you just before your ladies? And she was like, yeah, I am. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, don't just write that week off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was me last week. I just wrote the week off. Like I canceled so many things. I was so highly emotional too. Like yeah. I was watching a lot of the news. So that's definitely contributing. But then, <laughs> you know, this week, now that I'm, I'm the same, I'm in my ovulation phase. I'm like, all right, I'm keen to do all the things. I've got fresh ideas. I've got new yeah. motivation. And um, another friend said the same. She's like, I'm so motivated this week. And I was like, yeah, it's because you had your ladies the same time as me. I was like, so yeah. we're in the new phase now. Yeah, exactly. And it's really important to remember that because we can beat ourselves up when we're not being productive because we're like, oh my gosh, I didn't have a productive week this week. I just feel all over the place. And that's okay. Like that, exactly. that's fine. Exactly. <laughs> and when you kind of honor that and you know where you are in your cycle, then you're not going to feel bad about it because you know this is the week where you're allowed to take more time. Things are allowed to be slower. Eat chocolate, watch the Netflix yeah yeah <laughs> all phases yeah um, and then yeah you can give yourself that permission without feeling guilty for it which I think is so powerful because if you have a day off and then you feel guilty that you're not being productive all day it's not gonna it's not a day off you're not gonna enjoy Correct. it <laughs> Correct. yeah and that's so important and I definitely think you know as women when we have so much to do it's really important to remember this because I know myself I try and get all my content creation done in the next like one and a half weeks. So I'm like banked up. So then when I'm not feeling it, I can still show up authentically. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's really important. Yeah. It's so, so powerful. It's using the power of each cycle, each phase, sorry. And then just harnessing that power. Yes. I was going to ask my next question. Do you have any practical tips on how people can start to make more time for themselves? But I honestly think we've, covered so many things like we've talked about honoring your cycles and you know working with them and we've also spoken about how you can take more time in each day in each moment which is really important but do you have any other little tips or tricks for people thinking like yeah but I'm still busy (laughs) (laughs) I think um like self-awareness is so powerful so I think even just becoming aware of the language that you're using throughout the days Um, If you find yourself catching yourself just being like, I'm so busy, I've got so much to do, I'm so stressed. The more you tell yourself that, the more you're going to feel that way. It's kind of what I was saying before, like you can be productive, but you can do it from a relaxed place. And I think just bringing that self-awareness to what you're saying out loud and what your internal thoughts, what your mind's telling you. And then being able to choose a different narrative, like being able to be like, okay, yeah, I've got a really full day, but I'm going to choose to see it as full and as expansive rather than as busy and stressful. And I think the more you do that, like language is so powerful. What we speak, what we think, it's reality, right? So the more you can kind of reframe, um, reframe things from either busy to full or expansive, like boom. Full feels so much better. Like as you go, feel expansive. It feels expansive. Whereas if you're like, oh my god, I've got such a busy day, like that feels so like constrictive. Yeah, I agree. And I've been trying to actually teach my sister this. I don't think she listens to the podcast, but um, she's got a mother-in-law that's a little bit. I don't want to be rude by saying overbearing, but there's no other way to explain it. And she's like, I tell her that I'm busy all the time. And I was like, I know, but she is probably now worried about you because you're saying that you're busy all the time. Like you need to reframe it to say, like, I'm just doing a lot of things that I love at the moment. Yeah. Like you are busy, but you are doing things that you love. So sometimes people think busy is a bad word, but 
we can be busy doing things that we love and that can be a good thing. So I prefer the word full. I think I'm going to start using that a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so thank you so much. I would love to direct some people to, if they're wanting to learn more about this and actually work with you, how can people find you? Yeah. So the best way would be on Instagram. So it's just at Eleanor underscore Ivory. So E-L-E-N-O-R-E Ivory. The links below um, as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Best ways on Instagram, reach out to me in my DMs. Um, and in terms of working with me, I've got some one-on-one spaces opening up mm-hmm. in May. So I do one-on-one coaching um, and yeah, just send me a message on Instagram and we can jump on a discovery call and go from there. Amazing. Thank you so much. I think today was just so valuable and probably a topic that people weren't expecting from me, but I just think it's so important as women to be reminded of this from time to time. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much. It's been so fun chatting. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it or learned something new, be sure to share this on Instagram and tag me at Skin Queen. That's queen with three E's and I'll be sure to repost you. Have an amazing day and stay moisturized.